0: What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex, a.k.a. Tag's podcast, episode 103. I am here with my co host Jeremy Ross Lopez, how are you? I'm well, how are you? And Good, good, thank you. And filling in for Steve Carpenter this week is our good friend. He's been on the show before, both for our live podcast as well as one of our episodes. It's Lincoln. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. Thanks for doing this with us. Absolutely. I love it. So cool. I know you just came from class. I did.
1: I taught a spinning class down at Crunch Union Square. It was super fun. A lot of new cha-cha-cha mixes in it. So it was fun. Yes, we're going to (laughs) get to Madonna because I I know we're a fellow Madonna
0: (laughs) fan. Um, We should promote the Protein Bakery. Yes, I own the
1: Protein Bakery at 144 West 19th Street just east of 7th Avenue good stuff
0: exactly mm-hmm. really good stuff I'm addicted to it but we have to talk about our live broadcast coming up for World Pride Gay Pride Stonewall coming up on Wednesday June 26 if you're going to be in New York City please join us it's going to be at a undisclosed location <laughs> but I promise it's going to be a lot of fun and Definitely. we like everybody and their grandmother and their grandmother's grandchildren are doing something for World Pride yes, yes. are you doing anything for World Pride
1: well the store is right where the parade ends oh, I live that's in Chelsea awesome. and the store so I think I'm just going to be open at yeah. this point and see people coming in and celebrating the, the time and then uh, I have a peer dance to get to oh so yeah do you have any
2: special at the protein bakery like <clears throat> any uh, any rainbow themed food or I don't any have any because I'm that... all
1: natural and keep
2: things oh, yeah, by that's the book true. So no and healthy but
1: definitely yeah. there'll be some specials and okay. some special fun energy there so cool. yeah
0: well, before we get into um, hot topics, and I want to hear some stories from you, Lincoln, in particular. But I definitely want to um, rest in peace, Doris Day, and Jeremy Ross was I know you probably don't know who Doris do Day not. is, but I know no. you do. I know you definitely heard the name before. I just don't, oh. yeah. the reason we definitely want to say rest in peace as we would with anybody. But she, in some ways, I would say, was a gay icon totally. for many of us. Totally. And in a year of Stonewall, and thinking about pride and pride is for everybody. Doris Day was very dear friends with Rock Hudson and Rock Hudson, as we all know, you know, died of AIDS back in the day. And she was with him in like three or four rom-coms back in the day, but she stood by his side till the day he died. Yeah. And you have stood
1: up for him when things were not going well in the news cycle? I, for the younger generation, I think that they were the original will and grace. Yeah, right. okay. oh, They were the that's... original Will and Grace that got together outside of filming and inside of filming. And all of their work kind of propelled this vision of loving one another and fun and smile and even in hard times to find that humor. So, exactly. so it was
2: organic because it took place
0: outside of just work. Absolutely. 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 And when many, much of the world really turned on Rock Hudson, albeit dynasty era Really yeah, I remember that. And and
1: to to be fair, it was a plague. People were dying, people were scared. It wasn't mm-hmm. you know, and it propelled everyone's thoughts about certain people. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And there were beliefs going on back there. Pure, pure fear. That's so all it was. So she, know.
0: like Elizabeth Taylor, stood up with Rock Hudson, and at any anyway, rate, rest in peace. And if you're looking for a good rom com and to honor our past and yeah. look at some of their uh, amazing rom coms, I don't have any off the top of my pillow head. Pillow talk oh, it was a, a pillow t- talk. Thank they you. Think that's the classic. Yeah. And where does Gassera come from? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I think it's. You know what? I think it's an Alfred Hitchcock film, and it's not what you would think. It's like a. Uh, one of Alfred Hitchcock's films, and he did not do rom-coms, but it's from that film okay. anyway. When
1: film was a very different thing back,
0: <laughs> you know, it's cool. Exactly. Well, I definitely want to talk to you, Lincoln, because you are fresh off of um, Easter Berlin, yes. and for the people that don't. First of all, Berlin is one of my favorite cities. Mm-hmm. I've talked so much about it, but. Berlin does a whole thing called Easter Berlin. Can you just, in a nutshell, tell us what that is? Sure. I went to
1: Berlin the first time when I turned 45 and fell in love with that city. And this is five years later. And I've been wanting to go to Easter Berlin for about the past four years. Um, there are many parties that happen through Easter Berlin, but the big one is snacks, which is Saturday night into Sunday, and it is the one time of the year where they open up Berghain to Laboratory. Ugh. And between Berghain and Laboratory is a huge space. So downstairs is Laboratory, and then there's this huge warehouse, which is as big as any New York club, and then Berghain is off of that. So this is the night that everything is open.
0: Wow. And I've been yeah. to both Bergheim, and I didn't, haven't been to the laboratory. I uh, couldn't get in because of my friend didn't have the right wardrobe. And oh, you know no. how strict they are. It, yeah. He could have gotten in. He just wasn't in the right particular wardrobe that they were asking for for that night. But I hear it's amazing because I've had other friends go to it. But I can only imagine what it's like. But Bo- opening them both up, yeah. how strict was it on that night of snacks? Like, well, versus- I've
1: never had an issue getting in okay. there, but some people told me that they saw people turned away from the door. Okay, um, this is the one night where I think the, the code is a little less okay stringent, <clears throat> and there are so many people from mm-hmm. all over. The line is a good two to three hours to get in, but wow. you're talking in line, yeah, you're waiting, you know, like there was some confusion with it. was. It's like any other yeah nightclub, mm-hmm. you know, um but it was a really good time. I have to say, I did not go deep in there's a structure of Easter Berlin that really has nothing to do with snacks, That ha- like IML or MAL, that has a competition, that oh, has the okay. opening
0: night, that has parties at every club. There's an actual Mr. Easter <clears> Berlin. <throat> he becomes Mr. Berlin or something exactly. like that. Yeah. And
1: my good friend Everett, who's like Mr. European Leather, was there, and I didn't even see him because he was in like that kind of cycle of... The world And I actually wanted to rent a bike and ride through the parks of Berlin. The weather was beautiful. I went to um, the Kit Kat club on Friday, which was the revolver party. It was extremely crowded. Um, and I really love Bear Gain. I think that that dance experience and that light experience is crazy. So it was Easter Sunday. I had a bit of a get up and I got up on a box and danced for a solid three That's hours cool. with nothing but a priest collar legit and a pair of leather shorts. Uh, and, and
2: for those that don't know Bergheim, like what's the, what would you say the environment is it's uh, rather than just a warehouse or uh, <laughs> not just a warehouse, but what's the, what do there you look are at?
1: There are many, many, you feel like you're walking in the set of pink Floyd, the wall or, uh, Kraftwerk, you know, video or a Yaz video. The there's many many rooms. It's like an old
0: power plant in some it's ways. It's like an old
1: power. That's a great way to say it. But what I love about it is the the lighting that they use kind of bounces off of people. Okay. It doesn't rely on smoke or or typical club lighting. So Special throughout effects. the whole <laughs> night, you kind of see. Ver- versions of people like like if you wear 3D glasses and mm-hmm. you look around and everything's kind of yeah green and blue and what's the other color red right <laughs> yeah. everyone's kind of in that that okay. vibe and the you can't dance a different way than the music allows like okay. when people get up and they're going crazy like dancing like they're dancing to yeah. some pop stuff people it doesn't match you that's know true. what i mean but there's a groove to it and that's my favorite part and i also have to say I was up on a box and people turn and they're like, Hey, how's the bakery? people who oh, had visited from that. Amsterdam and happened to be at Berkant. You know, like I saw a lot of people I know from Europe and from America. So I it felt that, that community that's, feel. That's cool. And you can go there and get into every, this is a sex show, correct? Every extreme sexual thing, experience that you want. That okay. was not my mood for this trip. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed okay. the energy of people and the the vibe that was going on. At certain points, I just had to stop and I couldn't realize what I was seeing in the middle of. It was like a big interactive art installation.
0: Wow. I highly,
1: highly suggest it to do it over and over and over again.
0: And it was such a great weekend because it's sort of the kickoff of spring and everything sort of, they have other leather weekends in Berlin that are Folsom Berlin. In September, correct. Gay Pride, of course, but I definitely want to go there. But you did mention something that I've done that isn't sex, but I love riding your bike in Berlin is such an amazing thing. Tiergarten is the yeah. uh, central park of Berlin, and I just love it. It separates the east from the west side, and I think it's so awesome. And you can have a picnic in there, which I've done before, or you can get lost in you know, the Garden of Eve, or you, there are pockets where nudity is yeah. allowed, and apparently some sex acts happen, yeah. which I didn't see, but I think it's pretty cool. Like so, in public?
1: Yeah, there is like a rambles area. <laughs>
0: rambles being oh, like here in New York. Area.
1: rambles being here in New York. Okay, there is a naked layout area. Okay, I always seem to be waking. I never kind of left New York time during this trip, so I seem to be waking up right to get into the park, drive through it, go to the gay neighborhood. There's Romeo and Romeo, which is the spitting image of Big Cup back in the day. And there's uh, some great restaurants around the the gay community. I am horribly dyslexic, so I can't even say the name of the park. I can't take the subway there. like All the words are gibberish to me, so I just put on Google <laughs> Maps in my ear.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I put in a destination. And you go on your bike. And I rode the bike to Laboratory. <laughs> I rode the bike to Kit Kat Club. I rode the bike to the gay neighborhood. I just love oh, to oh. like Oh I love God. that being part We've of it. We've
0: got to go, Jeremy. You will love I'm Berlin. Sure. And people from Berlin write into us because we kn- we love your city so, yeah. so much. It's a great city. But we can't help but I know I saw you on the streets before you left for Berlin, and you, Lincoln, have a new boyfriend. I do. It's and been a very long <laughs> time. If you can just briefly talk about what it's like to have a boyfriend and knowing that you're going to. Folsom this leather crazed weekend. I mean, how did you approach that?
1: Well, prior to the boy I have to say, I've been single now going on five years and when I go out, I don't, I don't have the same enthusiasm to be careless or to be irresponsible. Like I'm kind of a, I I like being in my own skin and not trying so hard and just kind of enjoying the music or enjoying the vibe. And if I'm not having a good time, but and I remember yeah. you
2: saying from before, too, you like to go out to be social and just like to talk exactly. and say hi to people and just like conversate. My whole life I've been yeah. that way. And and there's and nothing music. like
1: being up on a box yeah. and being like, hey, how's yeah. the bakery? Well, yeah. if I had my arm elbow deep in someone and someone turned and said, hey, how's the bakery? There wouldn't be a problem
0: with that. But it's just not <laughs> yeah. my gig. Yeah.
1: Um, but I did meet an incredible man named Peter.
0: He's sitting here in the studio today. He and is. he is very cute. Isn't he cute? I feel like I'm at a unicorn. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> (laughs) Um,
1: He has lived in Chelsea uh, right around Nasty Pig for a long time, and we never knew each other. And... um I really missed him every second that I was in Berlin.
0: Aww. And we had
1: a lot of phone calls, and we had a lot of FaceTime. And I do feel it was a mistake to leave him back in New York, but it just gives me a lot of motivation to bring him many other places, including time,
0: yeah. Berlin next year. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I love it. I love Very it. Cool. Well, welcome to everyone here. Um, well, let's get into some hot topics, hot gay sex topics, that is. And we talked about this recently on the show. We had a listener at Rick and... Uh, sorry. Sorry. Ricky, God, I'm not getting into this. Anyways, we'll at it, Ricky, we? we'll just get that right. But he, uh, we talked about this recently on the show. He has something for our show about bullying going on in the gay community, but not your typical bullying. There's a bar called Rock and Roll Hotel in DC. They have a happy hour there. And it's a, a group of, he calls them a group of closed-minded bears who discriminate on you if you're not a bear. He's putting air quotes, bare enough, or if you are clean shaven in the face. Several of his friends have gone and been told that they have to gain weight if they want to have sex with the guys they flirted with, and he wanted to know if this goes on here in New York City, but he feels it's a thing in DC, shaming guys because they don't have a beard or because they're not bare enough. Um, he wanted to know what we thought, and for somebody that can 't grow a beard myself oh. <laughs> <laughs> i 'm okay with it, but um I can grow a little like mustache, and i 'm okay <laughs> with it, but you know i 'm a regular at the Eagle, and I never felt that kind of shame, but I maybe don 't go far enough into the bear community. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there is a shaming going on, and I ask you, Lincoln, we talked a little bit about it before, but I know you visit. Bars like this, you just came back from Berlin. Um, Do you see any bullying or shaming going on in the community that we should know about?
1: I have so much to say about this that I need to reel it in. So I'll try and make it as brief as I can, okay? I um, was raised in San Francisco, and I was really, really, really overweight. Yay, San Francisco. And Hmm. I lost 82 pounds. I lost 82 pounds at the end of the 80s in the middle of an AIDS crisis and was treated like I had HIV when I did not. I simply put down mayonnaise, cheese, stopped overeating, got some therapy, had a direction in my life to become a fitness instructor and an actor, and I put my head down and I did it. But everyone treated me like I was Mm -hmm. dying. Then I moved to New York City, Chelsea, 1996. And when I got here, I met someone, I would go out on dates, and everyone would say, you're not muscular enough. You're not built enough. You're not big enough. And I just spent three years, five years of my life getting thin and healthy and lean muscle and everyone wanted me bigger.
0: And I remember that era because I was of the same era. And that was the era that we looked up to being men that were muscular. And I was in the gym too, like trying to get as big as I could. So I totally relate to you in that era. And
1: now that I, I fluctuate in weight, Give or take, mm-hmm. and I also do clean shaven three times of the year. Mm-hmm. I grew a full beard I when I went when to. You s- did that. I yeah, still, like- and I, sometimes I like a mustache. Sometimes I, I like a handlebar. Yeah. And I will tell you, certain people do not look at me in the eyes when I do not have a beard. They just don't. Yeah. And to the the person who wrote in, and to everyone listening to this podcast, that is called their problem. Yeah. This is called it's static, true. and this is getting us off of our center. Mm-hmm. Wake up every morning, meditate for 10 minutes, know that you're the most beautiful man, Mm -hmm. most beautiful woman, most beautiful whatever gender you're choosing, and go out with that forward, and you will attract it back. It's true. And anyone who's wasting your time in the meantime is wasting your time.
0: And Mm -hmm. you know what? When you're already a marginalized group to begin with, why on earth are you then you know, looking at other people as if, you know, oh, we only want this type or we don't want that type. And I don't understand that.
1: So I have this is this is the other story I wanted to say. I'm so happy I remembered this. So I was at Bear Week P Town three years ago talking to someone who was very handsome who I tend to be attracted to people who don't look like everybody else. Because I don't look like everybody else. Now you say sure, but are you ready? (laughs) So we we hung out, talked. Then we hung out, talked, and he said, listen, I just started dating someone. I don't want to have one-on-one time with you, but I hope we can be friends. And I was like, cool. He was older Mm -hmm. than me. Totally get it. Saw him again. Saw him again. And I turned to him and I said, you know, I come to Bear Week every year. No one talks to me. I feel very solo. Everyone says hi. Everyone Mm -hmm. wants to dance for a minute or says Mm -hmm. they like my... Whatever, I'm sporting that Rebel Heart t-shirt or whatever, right? But I always seem to go home alone. And guess what he said to me? Wise person. he said, Lincoln, the reason for that is because they all look the same and they want to find people that look like them. You stick out. You choose to stick out. So, you can't blame people who want to look like the people that they're That's with. That's
0: true. You that can't. You don't look like that. Wow. Yeah. You just said something that connected with me because as I sit here on this podcast with my feather earring and <laughs> my bitch. cornrows in my hair, which and looks the, amazing, and it's and whatever a very moment. Is. I, I sometimes feel that way and and it's really easy to go w- I'm sure we'll get a lot of hate people that'll be like that's yeah fine. whatever you're, we're not just in, we're not into you <laughs> that, and that's but fine then don't be into fine. you yeah. and, but
1: the thing <laughs> is if you're gonna walk into a room like Wednesday Adams from the Adams family or with a b- eye patch on because you love Madonna or yeah. a priest collar on Easter do you know how polarizing a priest caller on Easter is like yeah. people yeah. either came <laughs> up to me and freaked out and ran away or mm-hmm. they dropped to their knees and said father I have sinned <laughs> neither one I want to deal with yeah. you know what I mean I yeah. just want to Dance on a box and feel my, yeah. my, my beat. Feeling well, my own Jeremy,
0: not to call you out, but Jeremy has an adorable... We just had uh, a Mother's Day yeah. brunch with your mom mm-hmm. the other day, and she's... Like, not much older than myself. We love her. Yeah. And shout out to Nancy Lopez. Yay. But she says to you that why do you date guys that look just like you? Yeah. And she, and so have you ever thought about that, Jeremy? And I haven't. It's, I just
2: am attracted to what I'm attracted to, and that's it. But I don't set it off at just that. So, like, I just recently was interested in a guy that's like completely redhead and uh, green eyes and freckled, and it wasn't exactly me. But I have noticed that I myself have ventured towards a lot of guys or dated many different guys that look similar to me. Not purposely, but I think regardless of the looks and all of that, I think to piggyback what you said, Lincoln, is if you don't put your own best foot forward, no one is going to be able to love you or like accept you or want to even get to know you if you don't feel that way about yourself. So, if you don't put that out there in the universe, no one's going to be receptive to it. So, if you're over there worrying about uh, if you don't look like all these people, then you're going to be worrying for a long time and you're just going to think too much about it. And to take it one step further, and I don't, in our
1: current society, we can unlock, un, I mean, Unlike block people, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen instantly. Mm-hmm. We're talking about self-esteem yeah. and seeing yourself in a light that takes years. It's to a cultivate. project, it but takes it's fine. Hard times and it takes, um, really looking at yourself. When's the last time you looked at yourself in your bathroom mirror and just talked to yourself it, like, If you listen to your mind, would Mm -hmm. you talk to a little kid that way? No. I am so hard on myself in my mind, Mm -hmm. I would never speak to a child that way. And if you go into a mirror and you look at yourself in the mirror and you just talk to yourself eye to eye, it will break you. And there are tricks to do to get you there faster. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's a lot longer and a lot deeper than an Instagram post Mm -hmm. or some one night at some club that, you know... Sorry, I, I will get off this really quickly. All of the clubs right now, especially for World Pride in New York City, it is so much more about exclusion than inclusion. Oh, of course. That it is driving me nuts. The people that are in the pictures of the posters are not there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you show up at a club and no one looks like the picture that was in the ad. Yeah. The bartenders don't even look like the picture is in the ad. And yeah. then there's two go-go boys, which are... Great. I love a go-go boy. I yeah. love a bartender. And oh, yeah. we all are great. So why, why of all years, 50, exactly. world pride, why aren't prices half the price? Fill yeah. all the rooms. Yeah. Get everyone partying together and enjoying it together. I don't understand. And it's happening. You know, th- there's this thing of that saying of the, uh, the idea of the devil is all in your head. Right. Yes. We um, don't want it there. I mean, it couldn't be more true. It's all in yeah, your head. It is. Sorry.
0: That was my big tangent No, not moment. at all. And thank you for weighing in on that because I wanted to get a different perspective on that. There's another story. Somebody that wrote into to us. Um, we were talking recently on STDs, and we had somebody on our Patreon page that who is essentially, I'll just read, um, He he's, we talked about this recently on another show, but I wanted to get your perspective, Lincoln. He says, my man has had gonorrhea three times in over a year. His man is also on PrEP, so is the guy writing the story. How does one not place blame but have responsible adult conversations about this antibiotics and trips to the clinics are getting annoying seems everyone in california never asked to put a condom on nor ask each other's status seems they are listed uh something about listed on the profiles is he wanted to know is this the same in new york city same at sex parties Uh, the lack of asking about STDs and what we talked about, just to get you up to speed, Lincoln, is that we've talked about, Jeremy, on this show a lot about, with a lot of people on PrEP not acknowledging and using PrEP the way that PrEP was supposed to be used Mm -hmm. and we know this by talking to a couple different doctors Mm -hmm. here in New York City at Columbia University Mm -hmm. that PrEP was meant to be used with condom usage, Mm -hmm. but who in their right mind that we know of are I mean I'm sure there are some people using that but most people are using prep and then having bareback sex and there is an increase according at least to this person writing into us an mm-hmm. increase of gonorrhea and syphilis even to the point where it's becoming quote I know using air quotes annoying having to get antibiotics for the third time and my stance on the on the last episode was sorry that it's annoying that you have to go get vaccinated. But so we thought of, wouldn't it be cool to come up with a campaign much like they used to do where if you would go to a gay bar and you, you would see the HIV, you know, trailers outside the bar that would get your HIV status. Well, that's a little much somebody wrote into us and saying, who wants to get an HIV status? That's, You know, positive, and you're out at the bar. But I don't think that's the same thing if you get an STD testing to find out. I feel there should be a campaign for people to get more frequent STD testing so that we can lower those times of infecting each other, maybe having to go to the clinics more and more often. Do you go? Or, you see where I'm going with this? I
1: totally see where you're going with this. And a few things I want to say. One, I think it's now an STI, not an STI. And,
0: and you're right. It's an STI. Mm-hmm.
1: Two, people are getting tested every three months because they're on Truvada. So I have found that STIs are actually going down in the gay community up in the straight community. So I would like to have the... Like, we need the real news, not fake news. We need to know, like, the statistics but
0: of... when you go... So <clears throat> when someone is on PrEP is what you're saying, is that they're going every Regimented, three months. every three. You but have are you to. getting tested for HIV, or are you getting tested you're for the... You're getting S- tested for everything. Everything? everything? Okay. You always
1: get tested for everything. And if I go to a party event, even if it's something that I'm not necessarily playing at, I still have my tests the mo- Like, I get my paperwork for a test pre... Black party or pre which Peter and I went to together this year, which was great or pre Berlin. And the moment I came back, I went, I got everything done. I did not pick up anything back to your write in person. It might be annoying. What's what he needs to do is talk to talk to his partner about his behavior. This is about behavior. Where are you getting your gonorrhea? If he's getting it in his butt all the time, then you guys need to talk about how much of a bottom he wants to be and what behavior he's doing. It's not oh, does about... gonorrhea the, show yeah, up in different... You could get it yes. in the throat, you could get oral the gonorrhea, penis, or you could the butt. Okay. So and those then, are three yeah. separate places <clears throat> to get that disease. If he is on grinder, saying, you know, anonymous, just come fill me up day after day after day after day, this has nothing to do with the conversation of people saying, "Are do you have any? Can you use a condom?" Th- mm-hmm. That's about the relationship. You mm-hmm. need to. Where is? Where are you getting that over and over again? That's, is, the, that's the real question like to that, me. From
0: that, I like that. New so addition the
2: communication to it. is key in that. It's about yeah. the
1: relationship between both yeah. of them. If mm-hmm. you if I constantly come home with gonorrhea in my throat. Obviously I want to suck dick and I'm not sucking my boyfriend's dick Mm -hmm. and I'm doing it other places, which there's no judgment to that. Maybe there's Mm -hmm. something in the boyfriend's head that says, I can't, his, not that head, the other, Yeah. sorry. And his like mental (laughs) awareness that says sucking dick of the man I love doesn't work, but sucking dick behind the man I love's back gets Mm -hmm. me off. People get off in many, yeah. many different ways, which is why we have a podcast called Real Gay Set Stock, right? Exactly. So, yeah. And here's that's the other th- where it lies.
0: But the other thing to consider is, is three months enough? And that's where I was thinking a, a campaign to get people testing in, in certain bars could be because it's showing up more than... Like, STDs are showing up more. So the overlap time is what I was thinking. I mm-hmm. wish... And the thing is I don't know that it's realistic because anyone knows that when you get blood work done, particularly for STIs, it's so it's much more expensive than getting a HIV test. I think you can get an HIV test for free in certain and you can probably get your STIs checked for free. Well but in New York you, City you can. And, yeah, and in but San Francisco, but a lot places. more expensive. Correct. And is three months really enough time? to like I think we should probably be increasing the time that we get tested for our STIs now that most people are ignoring the fact that they're not using condoms and they're playing raw on prep that doesn't it make sense to I will
1: 100% agree with you and the reason I'll a million percent agree with you is when I had all of my testing from this Berlin weekend, which I talked to my friends and some people picked up stuff and some people didn't. Mm-hmm. I talked to the person who did the test, the, my doctor's assistant, and he said, it was so weird. I feel like it's the first time this has been said to me, but I know it's the first time I heard it. Say he it. He said, the culture we took the day you gave it and the amount of time we held the culture did not have anything positive in it. And it made me go, well, wait. What if you waited another three days? What oh. if you like and it takes and time it to get that. going? Yeah, that's you yeah. know what I mean. So, but that's even more though, on the
0: person getting tested. But, well,
1: but I that's contrary, the technical part of it. That's the I technical mean, part yeah. of it. So, to my knowledge, I don't know if it should be a timing issue like, we should all get tested once a month, or you should be tested given your behavior and then how. How soon after and your behavior what, and are you that's
0: tested? That's what I said. That's exactly what I but said. But that's what our doctor in yes. NYU told us. I said
2: if you're like you said, instead of like I said, put the time frame on yourself once a month, or base it off of how sexually active you are.
0: Well, exactly. and that's the end of story. Remember Jeremy when we went and saw the NYU doctor, and she said it's based people should be on prep when they feel that they're sexually active. So mm-hmm. it should be on and you. And she didn't
2: she said that it wasn't created in the point of staying on it necessarily forever. If you do, that's fine, but she was like if you if you do plan to stay in a pretty much monogamous relationship,
0: there are times that you can go off of it. We're certainly talking about this and I think it's a great thing and People say every three months, I'm getting tested, so I'm good. But it's currently, according to this person that wrote in, not enough. And that's why I think having more STI uh, testing, if you feel you're sexually active within the three months, Can't hurt is critical you. right now. I absolutely because agree with you. people are getting, you know, to the person that's saying it's annoying and he's having gonorrhea three times, that just means that these STIs are more rampant than they Mm -hmm. were before, because people aren't using condoms. And I just think people need to get tested for STIs a lot more In the within the three month period, if you're sexually active on prep,
1: I completely agree with you. However, I do want to push back on one thing that you said, even though I don't disagree with it, Mm -hmm. I still think it's annoying that he's not having a conversation with his boyfriend about why he's getting gonorrhea and where he's getting it. I said communication that's a big like we're 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 blaming America for something that has to do with a relationship between two men, yeah, (laughs) but. I still say, and I will stand by this right now, as a about to turn 50 gay man from San Francisco, everybody should be on PrEP to stamp out this virus. That is the point of PrEP. Everybody, if we're all on it, for the next five years and no one can contract this virus which doesn't care about if you're a man woman gay straight it doesn't care we can get rid of the virus and my numbers are going to be a really really off and i've been talking about real news and not the facts right yeah. but i know that the amount of hiv infections in new york city dropped considerably like down to 2400 24,000? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, no, 2,400. Mm-hmm. And, and they're predicting that we will be down to under 700 new HIV cases by 2020. And we'll talk a little bit more That's on the show. That's amazing if PrEP is working yeah. that way. It
0: is. And we'll talk more about on the show as we, as we get more into it about undetectable status and how the importance of if you are taking your medication, if you're HIV positive, what undetectable really means. It means that it's like hidden away and you pretty much can't infect somebody else right which is really great news and that has huge, to get out there there's too. so
1: much huge, huge, news, <laughs> huge <laughs> news about this that we should keep talking about it because yeah. i don't feel there's a lot of people talking about it yeah. so i'm glad we are
0: yeah. so. i'm so glad you are let's get into some other fun topics or fun or not actually there's a new survey out uh which city has the freshest guys Queer T posted on this and they made it about the guys, but actually it came from another study and I'll post that on our show notes. I promise I will get back to our show notes listeners, mm-hmm. but essentially it was men that they interviewed and Queer T, or sorry, In- Instinct Magazine, Instinct Magazine made it about the men, but it, I get it. And so there's a new study that looked at personal hygiene habits of folks across the country. Um, And clearly, everybody doesn't practice the same behavioral practices. Some metropolitan areas scored extremely uh, well, others not so much. Next time you fire up a dating app in one of those cities, (laughs) they write. uh, You you might want to inquire about certain personal hygiene. And some of the things they talked about is where do you shower or bathe most? Where do people shower or bathe the most often? Cities like Miami, Fort Lauderdale were at the highest at 22.9%. Boston, Dallas, New York City, okay, that's shout out to us, and Baltimore were on the high end. Where do people shower the least? We're cities like Las Vegas. Sorry, Las Vegas. I'm oh, not Lord. surprised. <laughs> I get a lot of flack though when I say things about certain parts of the world and I th- it's n- don't take it personal. Um, San Francisco didn't score so well. DC, Shocking. Pittsburgh, and Denver. Um, quantity logo products asked two thousand seven hundred and thirty seven americans how often do you shower or bathe and the vast majority said once a day while 22.1 percent responded every two to three days oh and my a God. smattering 4.4 percent said every four to five days not to judge though and oh <laughs> uh, there was almost 10 percent 9.8 percent said they shower more than once a day okay um regarding brushing their teeth most often again What's going on with Miami and Fort Lauderdale? They were at the highest end, Nashville, Philly, Cleveland, and Houston. Um, New York was on the lower end of how often they brush their teeth. D.C., Dallas, Indianapolis, and Los Angeles were on the lower end. They don't have time in New York. <laughs> I think you're right. Fresh, But fresh that's bread. why you pack it to go. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um almost sixty percent, fifty-eight point three percent said a refreshing twice a day, twenty-nine point one percent indicated they scrub up their smile only once a day, and six point two percent said every two to three days or less. Eek. That's their eek. And um finally, where do you, where do people wash their sheets most often? Um <laughs> New York, 45.1%. Wow. Houston, 45. Miami, high at 44. Phoenix, 43. Where do people wash their sheets least often? LA, (laughs) San Francisco, Indianapolis, Denver, and Philly. And I follow up with a recent, um, I just happened to be looking in a recent Mm -hmm. mental health issue about uh, sheets and the, the... Article was titled, How Gross Are You? (laughs) 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 Um, One of the things... if you sleep on dirty sheets, so many people carry staph bacteria on their skin without it causing a trouble, but it could be if the germs you naturally shed while you sleep multiply enough, says Kelly Reynolds, a PhD director of Environmental Exposure Science and Risk Assessment Center at the University of Arizona. Um, aim to launder sheets weekly or at least wash your pillowcases since it's next to germ Entry points, mouth, nose, and eyes. So we get the point. Yeah. Anyways, with all of this talk of germs, and it got me thinking about, like, have you guys ever been with people? Like, I can just think, there's a guy in San Francisco that um, he said it recently that we're dating. So mm-hmm. I can honestly say, and he's such a neat freak. And I'm so happy with that because I think I knew he was a neat freak. And the last time I was there, I made the bed before. He mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, you made the bed. But have you ever been to a place, and I have? I, sorry, Jeremy, it was with a millennial, and I was like, Did you eat in this bed before I got over here? Or oh, what yeah, was going that's on? Not, that's not my And knowing staph infections all. and all that, have you ever linked I mean, cleanliness is a big deal, right?
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big, clean, anal retentive gay man. There's no, there's no <laughs> if and or but about it. But there's weird things like I don't brush my teeth like three times a day, but I oil pull. A few times a week, which I... Explain
0: think. what oil... Pol- okay. I know what you're talking about. I Ayurveda. Love the oil pulling. I don't know I what, what that is. Is. So, is it
1: Ayurvedic?
0: What? Oil pulling. It's from Ayurvedic. I, I, Ayurveda.
1: Uh, sure, but
0: I did not... That's, that's where, not where I from. Is yeah, that you, where it comes from? Your boyfriend over here off... He's off nodding a lot. Mike is nodding, and he knows what I'm talking so about. So what you
1: do is every morning... It's going to sound dramatic, and you can look it up on
0: YouTube. I know. It's Ayurveda.
1: You take a tablespoon of... Coconut oil oil oil, or coconut oil from Trader Joe
0: for $5 a bottle. Okay. And you put it in your mouth and you swish it
1: around, Mm -hmm. swish it hard Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes. Oh my God. 20 minutes. I can never do it. In 20 minutes, you could make your bed, take a shower, put down the dog's dog food, make your coffee and be through it. It's not hard to not swallow it though.
2: In no, the twenty minutes? Not at no, all. It come. turns into like it's water. Not it turns okay. into water. And okay. what it
1: does, when you hear what it does, you're going to say it's worth it. Okay. By the way, after the 20 minutes, spit it out into your garbage can, not into your sink or your toilet or anywhere else. Why? Because it'll clog the drain.
0: Because uh, okay. it's an oil. That's why the plumber keeps coming. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Bye. Which plumber?
1: Um, <laughs> so mm-hmm. spit it out. And what it does is it pull, if you do it every morning first thing. Mm-hmm. Before you brush your on teeth, an before empty your drink your, on an empty stomach, before you drink your coffee, before you rinse out, your, before anything, it takes all the bacteria that's in your gums and your teeth and your Tongue and it pulls all the bacteria out And then you spit it out Because think about it If you get up in the morning and have a glass of water All mm-hmm. the bacteria that's built up in your tongue And your gums goes down into your stomach ah. Which then makes you sick It also whitens your teeth wow. Better than any tooth whitening company I've ever interacted with And I'm from California I know a tooth whitening company yeah. Bright smile, they're out of business, it's fine um, <laughs> But literally it it will And if you, <clears throat> for me, nerd I put in the oil and start swishing. And coconut then I, oil. Coconut oil. And then I sit down in my Tama Finland meditation room and meditate to Oprah for 20 minutes while swishing it around and in my just mouth. just a spoonful. Just a spoonful. Okay. And it goes Makes in like sugar go hard, like yeah. cake frosting. Mm-hmm. But the moment you put it in your mouth, it turns into water. And it's, warm, and it's like, so Yeah. yeah it and it's it warm. Down. and it, And it literally pulls everything out wow. of your mouth.
2: I'm going to try it. You and should. I have that Trader Joe's coconut. oil. Uh, <laughs> know, own. it's so cheap and <laughs> it's so it to easy. Cook.
1: <laughs> but long story short, I think there's a natural balance between building up bacteria in your life that your body then <laughs> works against and also over showering every single day yeah. so that you can't build up against that bacteria yeah. Yeah. Totally absolutely so yeah. there is a balance to all of this there's also a funk community that is really awesome and yeah. certain men smells to certain other people I mean, some look, are, are super hot some are not but it depends on the people yeah. that's it's it's almost like there was a guy that i met actually at a Saint at Large party and every time I kissed him, it was like kissing a garbage can. And Ugh. nobody else noticed it. Yeah. But to me, to my nose, yeah. to my world, yeah. it could not work. And I did like, here's a listerine strip. Hey, let's oil pool together. <laughs> it's hot. Not and yeah. we couldn't work out because it would never work. No and he started to feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, it's almost like you you're not you don't have a beard. Yeah. Or you're not wearing enough yeah. you know, muscle. Like in so a different it's all, way yeah. yeah it's in a different way but yeah. it just to me it was so blatant yeah. that
2: i couldn't get past it no what to say about the what you were saying about the millennial and the <laughs> like bedroom thing i cannot get into my bed unless i'm freshly showered ever Oh. Like, I need to shower. That's I the best. Yeah, before I get into my that sheets, I need to freshly shower. I can totally shower. get into my bed. And it's I'm amazing ex- when you have just freshly showered. It's this, unbelievable You know what?
1: You're absolutely And <laughs> if you shower every night before you get into bed, your sheets are always clean. That's always. what Marianne talks about. You get up in the morning, you take a shower, okay, and you, you clean your body for the day. Let's I'm reference the
0: Marianne Williamson.
1: Marianne, 2020, everyone <laughs> donate. She's running for president. Okay, She I love just it. made it enough to get on the debate stage. It's really awesome. She's going to change the conversation. I
0: had no idea you guys were... St- I love your commentary on this. And the other thing you can do if you don't have time to pull is a tongue scraper. Yeah, that's
1: Peter's thing. He Peter, brought a yeah, tongue, sca- uh, tongue scraper So I, d- I do mind.
0: this too. It's it's You can get it at any drugstore. It's, mm-hmm. it's a scraper. It looks like a... I don't know what it looks like. It's just like a triangular... It's
1: like a rake, okay. Right, and it's got that handle, flossing thing.
0: No, okay.
1: It's like a little V-shaped rake,
0: okay. Kind of like a vagina, but. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's
0: gonna turn people away essentially just look it up it's a tongue scraper and essentially it's metal and i tongue scrape my tongue all the time because bacteria is always on that and then rinse with warm water okay um and then rinse that too the tongue scraper and put Mm -hmm. it back in its nifty little bag you come with and you get rid of so much bacteria just on a general basis all the time. The
2: oil pooling sounds a little bit better and
0: easier. And it, it tastes good. Actually, well, it's a lot longer and I'm tr- I, use, lot longer. I did it back in the day and oh, really? it takes a lot of discipline, but I'm all about discipline right now and I think it's great. So and
1: I'm just going to say one last note about it. If every morning everyone on this planet got up and had to p- breathe through their nose for 20 minutes yeah. and shut up because you or can't meditate. talk, you can't talk while you're oil pulling you have to breathe through your nose, which mm-hmm. is a form of meditation
0: Yeah,
1: and just lowered the vibration the frequency the, I think our world would be a different place and all of our oral hygiene would be, would be, would be, be so better much better. Place. All right, yeah. Lincoln
0: tomorrow I'm starting my oil, oil pulling <laughs> yeah. again. I want video. I'm going back to it. I will. You know what? Let's start a movement on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I, because we all want fresh breath and yes. And, Uh, I love that, and there was another story I was going to go to, and where are we? Um, Another fun story, I just wanted to know if you guys had any um, feedback on this. There was a story recently on joe.ie, uh, investigation is underway after a porn broadcast on the train PA system. Passengers oh had pornography played to them over the public address system as they traveled on a London train. Paul Brunton tweeted footage of sounds from what appeared to be an adult video were broadcast on a Wandsworth to Clapham train on Friday morning. Um, And so, essentially, the train, you know, apologized for that. And who knows how that got broadcast on the PA system. Mm -hmm. But it reminded me, Jeremy. Of my story that I um, said. Well, it reminded me of myself, but also of you. You, When we were at Mother's Day brunch the other day at the Crosby Hotel, which we love. But um, you, I wanted you to pull up, I kept saying, pull up that video or pull up that picture. And you're like, bitch, it's like buried in my phone. And, and I said, we're going to swipe past <laughs> holes and a bunch of bullshit. And
2: I'm like, there's a lot of moms around and this is not appropriate. But it also reminds me of that story I told you. Pornhub was up on my internet browser and my mom asked me to connect my music to the car. And fucking came on blaring in the car no. and i was like she's a cool mom so it was okay with her but it was awkward for like five seconds because i was like mortified on the interstate you're so highway lucky, like literally fucking blasting you're on so there. lucky
0: that your mom like i'm almost your mom's age and it's <laughs> she's such a cool mom she is. if it were my 82 year old mom i would be mortified <laughs> if that happened to, and it's as much as I would be mortified on this train, yeah, that, same, yeah, and the same thing. For some reason, I can't figure out my phone. That now, whenever I go to my pictures, any little porn video I've ever shot is the first thing that pops up, and I'm huh. like scrolling, scrolling, like go
1: away, go it's cause away. Because you're perfect. <laughs> 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 I have I a am, great story about this. If you want to hear it, yes. it's, it's, I'm gonna, well, first of all, I think this is just a lesson, and that we're all one.
0: <laughs> we're <laughs> right. all
1: the same person. Right. We've right. all had sex. We've all heard yes. those sounds. Yeah. It doesn't matter right. if you're but with a man a, or a woman or a vegetable true. or sure, an animal. But do you need
0: your mom to hear it? And being broadcast on a train with They're everybody. Moments. And They're are you okay. ready? Yes. I, oh, this go, is, go, 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 go. I hope nobody you're hears this. Go. Anyway,
1: <laughs> there was a chair that my great-great-grandmother sat in mm-hmm. that she knitted sweaters in. And mm-hmm. the chair, if you stood up, the top of the chair came off. And she kept all of her knitting supplies in the chair. Okay. Well, I inherited this chair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I can't believe I'm telling this. Because you're a knitter. (laughs) Okay. So I inherited the chair, and I spray painted the whole chair black. And Mm. then I took a piece of um, patent leather and I recovered the thing that came up. Oh, cool! And tucked it in, (laughs) and then I put all right, and I put it in my master bedroom in San Francisco in '93. (laughs) This is a very long time ago. So, um,
2: I was three. The fact <laughs> that we didn't cross paths, right, is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hello. So, I used to keep all of my bondage stuff in there and a few dildos and stuff. That's and it was in the side of my master bedroom. Right. And it was hiding in there and it was all great. And it was always like kind of a funny story to say at my the grandma. end, or at the be- right? Like after we've like, <laughs> sure, uh, hum from the chandelier to be like, Hey, you know, that chair, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like right?
0: you, I need a good story.
1: Lincoln decides to host Easter. In San Francisco, with all of my Italian family, and we all go into this huge dining room and we run out of chairs. So we bring in this chair, and I don't even think about it. And the moment the chair goes down, right before Easter brunch, my mother goes, Oh, that's my grandmother's knitting chair. The top comes off.
2: Uh, Ah, Oh my God. Oh my God. It literally put down,
1: they, they pulled it up. It was (laughs) it actually put down a bit of a gondola like it was who
0: sat in that chair. If you remember, I don't
1: remember who was sitting at the chair when she said that. But the moment the lid went up, Easter brunch was over. Oh, my God.
2: I can't. Gosh, did they take any memorabilia so, or no, any I of shit No, I literally
1: put down the lid. I picked up the chair. I walked into the other room. I'm like, "You all have to get over it. I'm an adult." And I picked up the chair without going into it. Oh, went to the other God. room. I'm like, "That's my chair. I'll stand. Let's just have brunch." <laughs> but mean, from yeah. that point forward, it, it, this lasted like a few years in my family. I mean, like, it's a, a, a equivalent, of it equivalent as pulling
0: out someone's bedroom side table. No, with but the, the grandmother shit, the knitting on it makes yeah. it even. You have to understand. Like, I
1: am a theater person. I like like big toys. Whether I use them or not. Yeah. It's like ta-da! Now that you're shocked here's yeah. a here's a blindfold. Yeah. And I'm well, gonna got put a, my pinky in well, um,
0: personality and a, clearly a big voice is you've been blasting my ears out I'm this whole <laughs> <Am laughs> which I, really I love. But no, it's, I love it. I love it. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody, loud person. <laughs> so I can only imagine that <laughs> I can't. With Isn't that, that great? Story, right? I just I wish it was I a love story. I wish story. it was a fly on the wall. I uh, yeah. I wish i see it. Like that would have been amazing. I have such a
1: picture memory that I can literally see it right now flashing before my eyes.
0: And we uh, had to see the chair, too. We need a photo of the chair, yeah, that's for I, sure. I,
1: it might be in storage in California. I'll bring it out. Hi, here's the chair.
0: That <laughs> sort of comes close to trumping my um, crinkled-up blanket, synthetic Ew, bitch, blanket back in the day shit. that I masturbated on too much time that I know my mom like knew. Really? if you... Know, she, come too much on a synthetic blanket and you think you're fooling everybody and it's all cranky and crunchy. It's Why ruined. is Peter nodding <laughs> so much to yeah. this story. Peter over it's there fine. in the corner knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Lincoln, you and I share a similar favorite. I mean, we tried to get you talking about Madonna with <laughs> we were playing her brand new song Crave as you Yay! were coming in. I don't know if so it worked, good. but I don't know if you got any, Jeremy. It but did. I got a little bit. For audience that you so don't know, I'm sure you've heard me talk about Madonna so much on the show. So Lincoln is like uh, obsessed, and as well, and teaches a class with Madonna.
1: Not with her,
0: but uh, I've, yeah, been, yeah, right.
1: I've been teaching group fitness for a very long time, I've, and Madonna is like ninety percent of my class. I worked class. with her
0: twice in two music videos back in the day, and she remembered me. So cool. She remembered me in the audition the second time, and pulled up like she was crawled underneath a chair and pulled up, and says, "I know you," and I was like floored that. My Never idol, heard I'll tell you That's the story so more awesome. offline. I don't want to okay. bore everybody, but, Not um, there's a whole thing with Madonna right now where to get her tickets, you have to like, you can't just buy them. You have to explain right. the process. It's okay, a little crazy. So, and as much as I love her, it's a little crazy, but I think if you're diva, you can do it. Is it, it's bidding, right? I
1: don't think it's a diva move and it is like bidding. So this is the fact of the matter. Madonna has been playing stadiums for the past decade. Two decades.
0: Madonna Mm -hmm. has
1: had more people in an audience than live in certain cities and countries. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of people that come to see her. Yeah. So the fact, to me, that she has decided to do kind of a sit-down residency of a smaller show.
0: I love that part.
1: I absolutely love that part. And... <clears throat> There's. I'm going to splint off into two things. One is, the way to do it is you go online. They just released the London dates as of today, whenever we're recording this. You go in and you put down your credit card for certain sections of the theater. So if you can afford the entire theater, you could be charged for the amount of tickets you want from, in New York it's, how
0: much each ticket? Up to $900, I know that. No, it's more there was nine hundred or the orchestra is
1: is like Fourteen hundred. Okay. Oh, you're <laughs> saying. Yeah. Oh, okay, so you're it. saying you pick, you select you a section, section that the highest ticket right. could be. So we picked four tickets mm-hmm. for every section from fourteen hundred a ticket up to seventy five dollars oh a God. ticket. Okay.
0: But you have to put your credit card down. And for you put all your them.
1: credit card down, and then it says if you win, oh, you will be charged. He's doing $4, it because he'll
2: get some one of them at Not least. Not for
1: nothing. If I get four tickets and I spend five thousand dollars, I will eat ramen from now <laughs> until the show. So. I I can afford that ticket. Are you I'm, kidding me? I'm doing the $50 oh, ones
0: you. on this round because I'm just doing the $50 yeah. rounds on yeah, this one. Yeah. or I'm going to Lisbon because I've always wanted to go to oh, Lisbon and I'm going go, go to and I'm going to Lisbon today.
1: We should do that. I'm Peter. going to Lisbon. Okay, so you put down your money and if you win you win. So here's the thing.
0: And I think that makes me a bigger Madonna fan because the inspiration (laughs) of the album was from Lisbon and and I've always wanted to go to Portugal and I love seafood and it's all about. First
1: of all, Peter and I are now going to No, we're (laughs) now going to bid on those tickets. (laughs) Here's the thing though. People are really up in arms about this, about what they can afford, what they can't afford. Who's a better fan or Mm -hmm. a least better fan who, and I say, push all of that to the side of the table and then let it fall off. Mm-hmm. Just swish a little in
0: your mouth. Is that what you're going to no, say? No, that's not what, what I'm going to say. Are going to pull in, pulling. I we already st- got that note, Lincoln. I
1: saw Rebel Heart five times. Here we go. <laughs> and I stood in Houston, Texas, in chaps, a harness, a riding crop, and a, in a section filled with middle to Moms. older age women who sat with their arms crossed the whole time. And stared at Madonna performing, and I've also sat at Madison Square Garden and in Brooklyn, and had gay guys singing at the top of their lungs, every friggin' note and every friggin' word. Along I'm with Jennifer hear, fucking Lopez, I'm Jeremy here over to there. Listen to Madonna, not you. You cannot keep a note. You have no tone. Yeah. So I hope that these smaller venues kind of weed out this there. And 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 not for nothing as an artist, if I have to deal with a stadium show, I saw. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent, but I'll make it really short. I saw M D N A at Yankee Stadium, at, at Madison Square Garden, and I bought the same ticket for Madison Square Garden on one side of the stage and Yankee Stadium on the other side of the stage. At Yankee Stadium, I was at first base,
0: strategically, like you wanted. Yeah, to-
1: I wanted to see it from both sides. Same wow, ticket, okay. five hundred dollars a ticket. I'm in. So. At Yankee Stadium... Does your boyfriend
0: know what he's in for? I just want to know. He we're, wants we're going into a 1,000, th- trust you, me. We're in <laughs> a three-year like contractual <laughs> obligation. Does he really understand he what he's He already understands for? the meaning he's of seen-
1: Mr. X as, <laughs> as opposed to Madam X. Hashtag, check it out scared, on Instagram. But- anyway, at, at Yankee Stadium, I sat in my seat and I was at first base and she was in the middle of the outfield at Madison Square Garden... I sat in my chair, I walked four feet, and I touched the stage. She had tripled the amount of space to cover at the same thing. She was so far away. Same with Lady Gaga, Joanne. Half of the show they deleted because the stadium couldn't hold it. As an artist, I would much prefer a yeah. small
0: theater. Well, and now so she's using holograms, holograms, so maybe the hologram will I be up use, in the, right. the, the $50 yeah. seat, which I'm going to buy. And a hologram of Madonna will be like dancing next to me and singing it, to me. It very much. There was a note on Facebook. Maybe I'll get that experience. Well, I Lincoln. hope you got
1: four tickets so you can no, bring have Peter that and going, I with you. No, I'm going to you.
0: Lisbon. <laughs> We're
1: going to beat you there.
2: I'm no longer <laughs> <Please>. American.
0: I'm <laughs> European. And I'm Lisbon. You yeah. all Americans can fuck it and right. <laughs>
2: yeah, bitch. <laughs> with my Lisbon moment. To bring it full Somebody circle.
0: Somebody call me like a bitch or whatever. To anyway. bring it absolutely <laughs> full
1: circle. The reason I did Berlin Snacks this year is because I just wanted to get out of America for a week Mm -hmm. America is very wounded we're a mess right now we're tribalized like crazy we will come back together but let's not make our audience
0: mad at us because you do love America
1: no I totally love America but we're so tribalized that everyone needs to either oil pool or get out of the country for at least a week
0: (laughs) and get the new Madonna (laughs) album and we're we're getting delirious Yes, this has been so much fun oh my gosh I can't believe uh, thank you for doing this I will do this whenever you ask really? me. I love it so much. It's crazy. Oh my God. I love you. I love you. I love you. I thank love you, you so much. And thank you. Um, I'm looking at you, boyfriend, for, sure. for sitting in. Peter, for being a part of this as well. Um, you can listen to all of this. Yes. Uh, Jeremy Russell, but thanks for being a co host, as always. I and love you. we'll have you back on the show, Lincoln. Yes, please. And in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex. sex. <laughs>